Welcome into the Huskers Radio Network podcast. I'm Jessica Cootie, and for this week's Cornhusker conversation, I got a chance to sit down and have an extended conversation with punter Brian Buschini. He's been such a great addition to this Nebraska football team this season, so we talked about a number of different topics, what it's meant to him to play for Nebraska football, how he got his start in sports. It was actually in Taekwondo, and how being married has impacted him as an athlete. So just a fascinating conversation with a ton of different topics and also what to look for this week against Indiana. So without further ado, here's my conversation with Brian Buschini. First of all, how are you feeling? How good? How are you doing? Yeah, I'm a little sore. Um, it's kind of expected with a sprained ankle, but I'll be good to go on Saturday. Uh, get a little toward off shot probably and feel great. <laughs> How did you, because um, I know you've taken on a leadership role in, in the short time that you've been here. How did you feel like this team handled the last couple of weeks? Yeah, I think we just got to come in and attack every day and try to get better. Um, you can't really relish on the past because a million things have happened. And um, just continue to attack and push forward. We're only a third of the way through the season. And I think Coach Joseph's done a good job. Uh, with preaching that and um, obviously there's been a lot of change and that affects everyone a little bit it's not like we're all just going to act like nothing's changed but um, you can't just sit here and be like oh woe is me or have like this bad mentality about it and I really think we've come out and fought pretty well the last couple of weeks um, I'm really excited to see how we play on Saturday um, I think it'll be really fun to play in front of this crowd again um, for a night game obviously and um, you know, having a bye week's good to get healthy, study up on our opponents, kind of watch some football. But um, I'm really glad, you know, that we're back this week, kind of in the swing of things. And how much, I mean, do you guys look at, I mean, yeah, has, are you where you want to be, wanted to be going into the season right now? No, but there's still a lot of football left to be played and a yeah. lot of opportunities in Big Ten play. Yeah, and I mean, we're 0-1 in conference play, but, um, you know, the best teams are one and out. So it's just one game, especially in the Big Ten West. It could be really tight this year. Um, we know that we have a talented team, um, and we just got to start clicking together and playing as a unit, offense, defense, and special teams. And um, we just we're no, we know we're close. It's not like we're less talented. We walk out on the field, and the other team already has us beat. And we're just going to play to the best of our ability um, each and every week. And we can't be focused so much on the big goal right now, I don't think, because when you focus on, oh, let's get to the bigger championship, then you lose the let's go 1-0 and this week mentality. And that's all that really matters right now because if we go 1-0 and every week, the big things will come. What's it been like for the special teams adjusting with Coach Bush taking over the defense? Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's been really smooth, honestly, because Joey's been an assistant. Um, and so it's pretty much all the same concepts, pretty much all the same drills still. Um, Joey's going to experiment with a couple different things. But um, we all really respect Joey. He's a great coach. Um, he played, you know, at the highest level. And he's, you know, he's a really good guy and everyone, you know, loves him. And we're really excited. He's 27, one of the younger probably coordinators in the country. And this is a really neat opportunity he has. And I think that's a pretty special challenge that us in the kicker and punter room, we know we've taken on because um, a big part of the special teams games, you know, we look at how far punts go and how, you know, many kicks are made. And so if we can do our job really well, I think that'll reflect, you know, good on Joey. And we, we all love him. And so we want to, you know, kind of a little extra motivation to do really good for him. What's it been like for you playing in the stadium? Yeah, it's been really sweet. I love it. Let me tell you, um, this is an incredible place. And, um, you know, it just breaks my heart that um, we haven't, you know, come out on top a few times so far this year. But um, we're doing everything we can. And I just, I really, really am excited to come out again this week and, you know, put our, put our best, you know, foot forward. And I think, we're, I think we'll come out on top because um, this team's growing and we're getting better every day. And, you know, we're just all working super hard. And there's, we're, there's no way we don't get turned around with how hard we've been working. 
you've gotten some of the loudest cheers from this crowd. What does it mean to you to have a fan base that appreciates what a punter can do? Yeah, it's really special. I think the Big Ten West uh, punting is a big thing, and um, I've just been really, really excited to, um, you know, move out here. My wife and I weren't really sure what it would be like, um, and it's been more than we could have asked for. Um, but yeah, running out there every time to punt the ball, I love it. And um, I'll admit there's been some kicks that haven't been my best, but um, you know, every time I try to go out there and just hit a 44 net, um, you know, don't try to kill the ball too far because obviously you see what happens versus Oklahoma on those punts. But um, yeah, it's really it's a great fan base, and we are super lucky to have the people that we do around here. At what point did you realize how important uh, the punting game, what you can do for a football team? Was there a certain instance maybe or, or along the way that you realized how critical and how big a weapon like you could be to a football team? Yeah, I think that was probably in high school, honestly. Um, my last game of my senior year, it was really windy, and I hit a punt into the wind, and it went out of bounds on the five-yard line. And that was – we ended up losing the game, but it really kind of stalled the other team's momentum. And at that moment – you know, and I had never really thought of my punting as like a weapon. I just kind of thought it was just like a transition almost. And um, going to Montana, the punt team was, you know, I wasn't really expecting in college them to put as high of an emphasis on the punt team as they have. But it's crazy. Like our coach in Montana would call the punt the most important play in football. And here, like we talk about how the punt's like the most important and dangerous play um, because so many things can go wrong. And it's like a huge factor with field position. And um, just hearing that from coaches has really kind of put that like in me almost like I kind of see it as that way now too and so every time I walk out on the field I kind of feel like yeah I have opportunity to really help out my team here and um, you know hopefully we can do that the rest of the year. Obviously it's it's what you can do with your leg but a lot of it's mental too so how do yeah. you go about approaching that part of it you can practice in an empty stadium but yep. I mean how do you approach delivering in a big moment in front of you know 80 plus thousand fans yeah i think you just got to remember that it's always the same size field like no matter where you are and just don't get outside of yourself um that's something i've done a couple times this year admittedly is um you hit a big punt or you hit a short punt you don't want to let that affect your next one and you want to just try to be repeatable and hit the same one every time so like if i hit like a 55 on one punt don't try and go out and hit a 55 again. Try to hit that smooth 44, 45 net, and those big ones will come. But the, when you try to like kill it, it's kind of like golf. You start having miss hits. And you know, last time we played, I did a little bit of that. Um, and so when we come out this this weekend against Indiana, you know, my main goal is to just hit smooth, consistent 44 yard net punts because um, we face really good returners in this league week in and week out, and we face really good coaches. You know, there's coaches that are paid a lot of money to coach special teams for the other team and they've got guys out there that know what they're doing and so um, you know it's just it's a good challenge um, it's part of human nature to try to want more and uh, you kind of have to reset yourself every time. You have a different perspective and a, a lot of college athletes don't have in that you're married you'd mentioned your yep. wife Kelly mm -hmm. and so what has that been like balancing being a husband and being yeah. a collegiate football player? Yeah well I'm trying to do my best um, <laughs> I think it's been awesome she's really awesome she's the best person ever like I can't say enough like she puts up with so much crap for me um, it's I'm just truly blessed to have her in my life and I think that um, being rooted in our faith really helps our marriage uh, we go to Berean church and um, we're a part of a life group and we've got friends and so um, that really helps and um, we've been through quite a bit actually um, in my personal life 
stemming back to like the start of this year, but she's been with me through all that, and that's really meant a lot. And um, you know, I'm I'm super close with her and her family, and um, yeah, I just I love her so much. And right now, she's probably taking care of our cat and babysitting and <laughs> doing all the work behind the scenes that she never gets praise for. And so, um, yeah, if I could give a special shout out to my wife, I'll do that right now. Yeah. How um. How much does that help you is, I mean, it can be a lot and a lot of pressure put on college athletes and mm-hmm. there's, you know, so much going on with it and so much emphasis, but to have a different perspective where you do have something yeah. outside of football It's with pretty her. crazy, yeah. Um, so last year at Montana, going into games, I'd be like so nervous. I'd just be like, man, what if I don't put good? And like my, my world was like caught up in my performance and caught up in football. And a lot of people are like that nowadays. And your life's going to be so up and down because football is up and down. And um, I've really grown in my faith. And Kelly and I have a really strong relationship. And that just keeps me stable. Like I walk out there on the field and I, I don't feel any pressure. I feel like I'm just playing, you know, in front of God and that's it. Like I don't, I don't really, like I care, but I don't like really care enough to where I'm going to like be depressed for three weeks if I have a bad game because there's so much more to life than just football and there's so much more to life than just kicking a piece of leather and um, I just think that's a perspective that's really lost nowadays because I mean it is a lot of pressure like if you look at it on the outside there's a lot more people you know looking in on it and there's a lot that kind of rides on it but um, you know I you just have to stay grounded in whatever you can and um, I think that's something I kind of have tried to help the specialists out with is just understanding like we're all right it's a miss it it's this it's that and it's not like oh my gosh our careers are failing or anything like we can't be so up and down because it, it goes back to that consistent like being the same every time you go out there on the field um, and so yeah she's really helped me in that in that category and she played collegiate volleyball she, she was a stud athlete so does she, she is the athlete of the family <laughs> let me tell you um, she comes from her dad's 6'11 she's got a super athletic sisters they all play gonna play division one volleyball um she played at montana and she stopped playing to come out here with me so that was that was pretty incredible in and of itself and um but yeah so hopefully our kids someday get her genes because <laughs> i just bought footballs <laughs> did she give you a coaching advice when you go home um yeah i would say uh, pretty often i'm kind of hard on listening to that like i just for some reason like to do my own thing sometimes but she she really like she, the things that she say are tr- it's it's true it's not like things that I shouldn't be listening to but like if I have a bad game and I come home and I'm frustrated and she's like it's okay and I'll just be like snippy or something and then I'll think back on it and be like yeah she was probably right so <laughs> there's been more than one occasion like that you know back when I first talked to you when you got here I'd asked you about did you play soccer because a lot of mm-hmm. kickers and punters have a soccer background you yeah. said no, no I was in taekwondo yep. so for yeah. people that didn't hear that tell us about that yeah so that was kind of a family thing we did growing up um, we just didn't really do any other sports so my parents we did taekwondo and it was pretty fun actually um, I did it for seven years got black belt um, learned a whole bunch of stuff that I'll probably never need to use but uh, it was a good experience and that's obviously where I got my leg strength from I think so yeah that helped I was also really small so like my parents probably were just like scared that I was gonna get beat up or something <laughs> I don't know so yeah <laughs> what were some of the big things that you took away from doing martial arts that applied to your football career just the flexibility is very important um, and repeatability like you have to have consistent form to make consistent contact and that's true in pretty much everything and so 
Um, yeah, that, just the importance of stretching and having like fluid hips really is a big thing. Did you break like a bunch of boards or? Yeah, we did all sorts of stuff. Uh, <laughs> combat sparring was my favorite. It's kind of like a big stick and you just like whack people with it pretty much. This is my favorite. <laughs> You're so nice and chill. It doesn't really fit that you'd be like a sparring guy. I yeah, like. I, I turn it on when I get <laughs> out there. I should probably start doing that again. That's fun. <laughs> <laughs> um, so your family all was into it too? Yep, they were. Um, man, I, my sister, my older sister did it for the longest. She was really good. She like was a world champ, like insane So watch out for her. But um, yeah, we all stopped about high school because then we started getting into like football and all the other types of sports. So how did you go from that into football? Yeah, being a small kid, I was like five foot maybe freshman year, like never gonna be a real like receiver or anything. And so I just started kicking the ball because it's the only way I could get on the field. And eventually I started to grow and um, I think my ability kind of came with that and just working hard out in the backyard. Um, you know, I think those days have paid off and continue to have that mindset and uh, like be hungry to get better. Um, that's something that I'll, I'll keep with me because I like remember where I came from a little bit. So did you immediately, were you immediately good at kicking the football because of, no? Yeah, I don't, I don't know. Like my first punt ever was a bomb. Like my freshman year, it was like 55 <laughs> yards and I never had a punt like over 35 the rest of the season. So it's like just this fluke thing. And I actually was a field goal kicker my first three years um, in high school. And I wasn't bad, but I don't think I, I wasn't anything like right home about. Um, and I was a walk on at Montana. And then I just, I started hitting it hard and met my coaches at one-on-one kicking they kind of changed my form a little bit and it really took off from there. And then, um, yeah, just continuing to work that craft. Um, coming out here has been really special because they've had some really good punters in the past. And so I've talked with Sam Cook and all a bunch of guys like that. Um, and they've helped, you know, give me some tips and as well as my one-on-one -on -one kicking coaches. And I'm kind of to the point where there's a lot of small things to critique, but coming from like high school to college, I had a bunch more like major things that I had to fix. And so, um, it's just, it's a lot harder to hone in on these small things, I think. And so just continue to work drops every night and like do little things like that. I think that's all pay off in the long run. How appreciative are you of, you know, that you think about that five foot kid in freshman year where, mm -hmm. where after that first punt, where it took you to where you are now? It's pretty crazy. Like what would little Brian think of Brian now? <laughs> like, that's pretty crazy. Like if you had told me I've been playing in Nebraska, like I would have been the happiest kid in the world and I am, I'm like, we love it out here. It's been no shortage of the, one of the bigger blessings we've ever been given. And um, yeah, I'm just, I'm super, super pumped to be out here. <laughs> Last thing I got just circling back this week, what does mm -hmm. this team need to do to find a way to get in the win column yeah, this week? We got to play complimentary football, um, you know, defense, we got to like, when they play well, offense has got to complement that by going down and getting a score and like creating momentum. We could all tell that we had momentum at the start of the Oklahoma game and just continuing to build on that. And special teams interjects wherever it can, whether that's defense getting a stop and we set up the offense in good field position with a good punt return, or if the offense gets stalled, we pin them down inside the 20 and then the defense gets the crowd fired up and we shut them out. And so I think just continuing to complement off each other and bringing that juice, um, I think that'll really go a long way. Thanks again to Brian for sitting down and chatting with us for this week's Cornhusker Conversation. For much more content like what you've heard today, make sure you subscribe and like wherever you listen to your Huskers Radio Network podcast to never miss an episode. Thanks, as always, for listening. I'm Jessica Cootie with the Huskers Radio Network.